Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up <laughs> podcast. I got a big smile on my face because normally Jamal and I turn our camera off because he doesn't even <laughs> look at my dumb face and I don't need to. But here with us live is Emma, her mom, yeah. Kelly. Luckily, I was introduced to them by a superintendent. I was um, I had the luxury of talking to a, a great school district there in New Jersey um, and they were telling me about some of the things that they were doing in, in, in their school district. And they said, oh, 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 hey, hey, wait a second. We got a guest for your crucial conversation segment. And I'm like, what's that? They said, well, you should meet Emma. So before I steal any thunder from her, Emma, thank you for joining us on the show. Yes. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing very, 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 very well. Awesome. And um, yeah, <laughs> today was a really, really good day. It was really sunny out. We got to build an outdoor fort. We did all our schoolwork. We got we went out, we got outside. It was really, really fun. So I know right now. Uh, first of all, uh, I know your superintendent is a super good guy, and uh, I know that there's some. I hear a lot of some students complain that they're bored or in some cases they're having a hard time figuring out their e-learning. You decided to, to do something interesting. Walk us through what you've built here on the Facebook page and then, and then Jamal and your mom will also kind of chime in. But I, I want to hear from you. Uh, tell us about what you've built there on, on Facebook. Well, basically um, it, started with mom saying why don't we do something for some for the kids because they're all probably bored so i was like all right sure what do you want to do and so we just started with reading books and i chose a book that i knew was really really good and everyone just became so excited and they all became a part of this facebook page facebook group that we call kids teaching kids and like we do crafts and coloring pages and my art teacher is involved she does like these art wednesdays that we call art and tech because it's combining art and technology because miss greg is doing the art and the technology well you get to see her doing it facebook live mm. and it's just really really cool because it's connecting everyone even though we're isolated and separate uh, Emma, so let me ask you, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away right now. How, how, how old are you? Um, I'm 10. Wow. Um, so, so as, as a 10 year old, how, how has connecting with others through, uh, social media been given the current situation that we're in? Um, I'm actually very excited because I, I don't have a phone. I'm not allowed to use my computer that often. Um, if I ever do get a phone, it's probably going to be a flip phone. And <laughs> I stand with your mom on that, by the way. That's okay. We're going to roll like Zach Morris. There will be no phones. <laughs> oh, my God. She pulled, busted out the Save by the Bell <laughs> reference. Keep going. I love it. I love it. Keep going. myself, but yeah. <laughs> it's just like. I'm really excited because I get to be control uh, in, in control of something like this is a little like whenever I go up to my mom and try to ask her a question, she's like always on Facebook 
and I always see all the Facebook. And I'm like, I want to be on Facebook. And every Christmas, I ask Santa for a phone, and it just feels so, so like cool to be in charge of something that's doing so much good with and something that it's just really cool. Emma, let me tell you something that Jamal and I preach a lot. There are consumers and there are producers. And it's okay to consume content. But when you produce content, that's rare, right? There's a lot of people out there scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through different stuff. But for you to produce is you take that next giant leap, right? So we that's what Jamal and I are like. That's why we had this permanent smile on our face when we're listening to you. So A, there's just the you're producing. But we like your call to action of, you know what? My mom has tasked me to do something positive and let's go ahead and, you know, in this time that people might be complaining that they're bored or they may be falling behind on some education stuff, let's do stuff. So what was your first idea? What did you want to produce first? Well, first, like I said earlier, we started with um, reading chapter books. But like, what was the book? The book was called The Wild Robot. And I actually finished it last week on Friday. And we're now on the second book, which is the sequel to The Wild Robot called The Wild Robot Escapes. And the characters in that book are just so like, is it okay if I give you like a little quick rundown of the book? Absolutely, Um, go for it. So basically there's this um, robot named Roz who ends up on a island in the middle of the ocean. She has no idea how she got there. And when she's there, she doesn't understand any of the animals that live there. But over time, she uses camouflage and she studies the animals and learns how to communicate with them. And through that, she adopts a gosling. She makes friends with so many of the animals from the gosling, which she names Brightbill. And she develops a very strong bond with all of the animals on the island. But then the Recos come, and the Recos are these robots that come to retrieve all the Rosam units of the robots because she found out how she got there. It was a cargo ship that sank um, a year or two before that was carrying like 500 Rosam and 500 Rosam units, and like they had retrieved 495. The last five were on this island, and like. The other four were broken, and Roz was the only one alive. So the Recos used force and um, guns to try and get Roz to come on the airship and go back with them. But the animals fought for her, but in the very end, she lost her arms and legs. But she had to go on the airship with the Recos dead to find repairs and someday return to her island. It, like, deals with a lot of very like grown up things but it's in a it's in a perspective that's really good for kids mom why don't you uh maybe talk us through how this has impacted you some seeing your daughter do such great things at a at a young age i've always said i don't know whose daughter she is because um i did not have such a passion for school Mm -hmm. the way that she does i was um more into sports and anything art, but math, science, I did not have the passion that she does have. 
Um, so she impresses me daily. So when we found out, um, you know, literally, you know, the next morning we were going to wake to not getting on our school bus and going to school. And I watched her get through her first day of distance learning in about an hour. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> she's going to need something to do. So, um, and it was new for everybody. The way that her school has stepped up has been amazing. Now that we're all in a routine, um, it's just been fantastic. And the support she gets is amazing. So we, um, I created assignments for her and I just turned to her and I said, okay, you, what can you do? How about, do you want to reach out to some of the younger kids that we know in our life? Do you want to teach them maybe, uh, read to them? My first thought was reading. She's constantly has a book in her hands. Um, I hate to ever have to say it, but I constantly am saying, put the book down, put the book. Ooh, we lost you. I'm good. Okay. Put the book down. Um, so her love of reading, I thought, well, why don't you share it with younger kids? And honestly, I was looking at it more from a mom's perspective. Like maybe you could give another mom a coffee break <laughs> so we could, you know, jump on and start this group so that kids could watch you. And just so that the kids could have human connection. Um, and she was like, okay, let's do it. Uh, got right into it and created a little set design. It's basic, but I showed her basic lighting, like how to set up. And now she kind of rocks and rolls on her own. She knows how to <laughs> use the iPhone, how to go Facebook Live. Um, we've had well, some fun. Loves yeah, let, let, let's let's also give mom some kudos. So yeah. did a little bit of investigating. So mom was also an entrepreneur. So like you wanting her to step out and like so you know lighting. Let's go. Let's be honest. You're a photography, right? You're in photography. Yes. Okay. So you're a professional photographer. So you gave your your daughter some tips and advice on some lighting and and having a good setup. But I also like that you encouraged her to step out and 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 try some new things. So I, I like. I totally get it. This says like, like, who is this child? She doesn't have my skill set and what I, my passions are. Yeah. And yet that entrepreneurial way of being of let's go ahead and produce something and make sure it looks good and has good lighting was, is clearly coming out. Uh, so I, I love seeing both sides of that. It's been so, you, so you said that she completed her work in one hour. How has... She's quick. Yeah, how has the e-learning been um, this school year? And I guess what are some of the the challenges outside of completing the work the fastest? And what are some benefits you think? Um, I think um, for Emma, she puts a lot of pressure on herself. Mm -hmm. She's definitely, I always say to her, she's a 50-year-old in a 10-year-old's body. Um, she's always spoken very well. Mm -hmm. She's small in statue, but I can remember from a very young age, people were incredibly impressed as soon as she would open her mouth. So she has a extreme drive to get through all of her classwork and which sometimes has to be um, a lesson for her to slow down. You don't have to be the first one at the finish line. I want you to take your time and do it right. So this has been a really good lesson for her that even though she can get her work done in an hour, it may not be her best work. Um, <laughs> But she also does really well with managing her own schedule. So collectively, as a family, we did sit down the night before we knew e-learning was going to start, and we created a schedule. Um, I do have another daughter. She's in sixth grade. So we worked together, and we said, okay, tell me your, what's your school schedule? How does it work for you? What do you guys want to do? Took their input. And we have a phone that we've designated, and we call it our school phone. Um, it has an alarm. It has a bell just as if they were in school. So they know when 
subjects are changing and they're in charge of um, moving their little uh, post-it note along their chart. So I can just look at a glance and know what each kid is on. We have a question board. It's a little clipboard that just sits in our living room. And I just told them both. I said, look, I'm working from home while you guys are in school. We're all in the same space. If you have a question, go to the, go to the clipboard, write it down. Um, and I'll check it throughout the day, but we're kind of, we've gotten over the hurdle and they're really just kind of, they're doing it. They got it down. I don't want to go back to school. I, like I know Emma like wants this. to stay home and I'm like, that's off the table. We're going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I well, am not schooling. <laughs> well, I mean, I, what I love is, is, and back to you, Emma, I, I like, well, first of all, it's kind of cool when your superintendent is bringing you up. So like actually several, te- I was, I had a, I had a, a zoom call with a lot of teachers there. It was at Brigantine schools. Is that in my, am I pronouncing that? Glenn's going to hate me for, if I butcher that Brigantine no, schools. Right. Okay. You're right. All right. So they're like talking about all the cool things they are doing. Like, Oh, you know who you should connect with is Emma. So I think it's pretty cool that your superintendent's giving you a shout out on uh, on a zoom call. But, you know, Jamal and I are like, we see why. Like, we can hear hear the passion in your voice. This isn't anything you had to do. Yeah, mom might have suggested you might do something, but you ran with it. And I think that's what we're just loving. And that's why we wanted to have you on the show and talk about. Um, But you're at that cool intersection of making things happen and passion. I can hear you're excited about it. And that's the, that's the leap, right? A lot of times when we start talking about things you have to do, well, that's a thing called compliance. I, I'll be compliant and I'll do this. Then there's the things that you feel compelled to do. Right. And I can hear that you're compelled to do this kind of stuff. And that's, that just makes Jamal and I are just yeah. so happy seeing that. So Emma, what's, I, uh, go ahead, Jamal. Emma, like, what, what are, what are, you talk about passion. What are you most passionate about like right now in life? Um, number one for me right now is escaping and going into a book. Um, because I've read almost every single book in my bookshelf and I have probably more than 200 books. I have never counted. And I've read every single one of those. What's your favorite series? My favorite series? Yes. I can tell you're a series girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, this is like asking you, like, what what's your favorite band? Like, the the look of panic, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to narrow it down to. <laughs> that look, I wish this was a video podcast. You, you're like, you just asked me to say my favorite. <laughs> Give me a top two. Is there room for a top three? Go ahead. Yes, there is. There is a room for top three. So, my favorite book TV series. Um, it literally just got turned into a TV series. It is a series of unfortunate events. I have not finished reading it yet because I'm not allowed to go to the library to get the books. So, oh. um, my second favorite series is Percy Jackson and the God, uh, the Gods of Olympus. So good. I just love Rick Riordan. He's the best author ever. Yeah. Love him. Wow. Um, and... My third, I would probably have to say. The, the Harry Potter. Yes. Okay. Harry Potter is amazing. Harry Potter is like, you need Harry Potter in your life. I understand. <laughs> so you said the favorite author ever, ever was Rick. How do you pronounce his? Is it Rorodian? How do you pronounce his name? I actually Rick. have no idea. I call him Rick Riordan. Okay. That's fine. 
we need to make sure that he sees this or hears this. So I'm going to make yeah. sure that that's a priority because you just gave yeah. him the highest endorsement. So let's, let's, if you're listening to this on behalf of Emma, share this, retweet yes. it. Emma would like to talk to the author that she would like to talk to. I think that's cool. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm glad you narrowed it down to three though. I, I, I liked the, Oh man, I can't even pick the top ones. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Maul, any, any other last thoughts? No, man, I just I just really think that it's, uh, you know, when I asked you about your passion, I thought you were going to say something other than reading. And it's so refreshing to see young people have a love for reading. I wish I could, like, take you and make maybe a thousand more of you and just put you inside of our schools and, yeah. just, let, and just let you, like, your only purpose would be just to rub off on people. Because I, like it, it's it's evident that you engage your mind in higher thinking all the time, and it's and and it's just it's keep up the good work. Yeah, absolutely. And just because mom's not going to pl- play some favorites, you said you have an older daughter, correct? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What is she working on? Um, she's currently in sixth grade, and we recently all just became a blended family, so she is new to our school. Oh, cool. And the, um, she's on the middle school side. We're a very small town. So we're in, we're all in one oh. building yeah. and, uh, the elementary is on one side, middle school's on the other. Yeah. And Samantha's doing wonderful. She's awesome. doing Spanish, um, scientific method. And she does jump on when we teach, um, the girls have their students. Uh, Samantha does go on and teach. She's still a little awesome. back when it comes to uh, Facebook but when it comes to teaching the kids that she already knows, she is getting in there. They're doing science experiments. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's creating the math worksheets, and Emma is doing the reading. Go ahead. Well, well, I actually just found this out today. Sam wants to do a Friday reading. Perfect. So, so yeah. Friday, Friday on Facebook Live, Emma has created. It's called Fun Fridays, and she does non-chapter books. So it's kind of geared more to uh, first grade and under. Yeah. I love it. You're turning into a family affair. I might see if Grant wants to, uh, can, can my 10 year old son submit a lesson? Yes. He, I'm going to see if any other parents out there want to see if they get their kids to submit an educational lesson. He caught a baby snake yesterday and did a YouTube video on it. So he, he likes going out to the Creek. That's, that's, that's been our uh, COVID-19 escape. We go out to the Creek and we catch minnows. We, we catch what we are rainbow darters. I did not know what they are, but I do now rainbow darters and, and baby water snakes. So maybe I can convince Grant to, to do that. But I, before we end, tell everybody like go to facebook.com slash, do you know what the URL is? I can probably look it up. So our what. group is private. So they would have to friend request me personally. And we okay. set it private so that the kids could right. feel trying to make a safe place for the kids. They you know really what? Then let's keep that. The, yeah. Let's just keep <laughs> yeah. that small batch. And I, I love that. I mean, like as much as I want people to go and take a look, I think that there's a lot of, once we go, once we go big time, Emma, we'll make it public, but we're still kind of learning and navigating. Yeah. Absolutely. But we, do welcome, we do welcome people. Just give me a shout and let me know who you are and how I know you. As long as awesome. you're six degrees of separation, we'll let you in. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jamal, you were saying last words. I'm just so happy. I'm just. Man, I'm, I think at this point, I'm at a loss for words. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so I'm honored to have have met met you, Emma, and, and it's it's the pleasure has been all ours. Yeah, Kelly, congratulations on being a rock star parent, and Emma, 
Keep rocking it, man. Keep following those passions. Keep reading and uh, keep producing content. We love it. Can I um, ask you guys some questions, though? Please. Because yeah. I like, mom was like, if they ask you, do you have any questions? She's like, go do your research. So I just went onto your website and researched you people. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I have a question for Jamal. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for you too don't worry um i jamal i watched one of your videos on the genius hour in your school mm-hmm. and i actually did a genius hour in my class before mm-hmm. and ours was like the best thing in the world mm-hmm. and like i want to know like how does yours go oh man uh so the the kids at the beginning of the week, uh, Mondays, we normally have uh, a discussion um, and they get to sort out kind of what it is that, that they want to do. Now, let me back up a little bit. The way that Don did his was a lot different because I was working in a different kind of school. I, I worked in a Title I school and some of, and some of the kids that I, I worked with on day one didn't have, they, they were not like Emma right as far as their abilities to articulate at a high level so a lot of it was taking concepts from genius hour but i like to do like continuous projects uh with with a two-week time frame so at the beginning we would kind of determine what it is that we that the kids were going to do right Uh, i would give the the standard of learning Say, this is what I want you to learn by the end of this session. And then they would start to form their own path. Um, And I would break up the days for them and I would give them daily focuses. Um, I did a lot of the first five minutes of every class was something inspirational to inspire them to build a skill set. So I would I would go in and I would talk about hard work. I would talk about citizenship. And those would be the first five minutes because I believe that the social emotional development of a human being is extremely important. And I knew that a lot of my kids, like I would just tell them every day, I loved them. Like that was a requirement. Um, At the end of each class, the last 30 seconds, we would have a breakdown and I would say, let me get two claps and improve. And we clap twice and improve. Um, so, So there was a constant message. And I gave them the room to, mess up we we got laptops we they had access to whatever it is that they would need they would let me know what materials they needed i tried to minimize a lot of the busy work so anything that i didn't see that was necessary throughout the process outside of the cognitive processes because it was it was my goal to get the kids to uh think deep think deep and the thing with thinking deep, if you, if you have kids doing this all the time, they don't get to use this as much. So from, from that first Monday of a two-week cycle, they determined what it is that they were going to do to meet that standard. And at, at the end of the first week, we would assess, and I would give them some feedback. Everybody would get feedback, and then we would go forward. Uh, that next week and they would finalize, they would do their presentations or they would share their content with the world. However, that was some kids did podcasts, some kids did videos. It's just whatever they determined, whatever their skill sets were. And that's how I facilitated it. And then every other week, 
Um, or every second cycle, I will let them work on whatever it is that they wanted to work on. That's really cool. Like, I wish our genius hour was the same as yours because ours was a little bit more toned down than that. We each got to pick one subject. We were paired with a partner and we just got to explore and do that project. And me and my partner chose to do the Sunken City of Atlantis. Mm. We found these really cool online sites and it was just really fun to learn about. Mm. So um, I have a little quick question for Don. Yes. I'm just wondering, like, what inspired you to get involved and join Start It Up? Um, well, there wasn't, (laughs) I love Jamal's over there laughing. Uh, uh, I, cause I, I was starting to, so a, I've always been entrepreneurial and I wanted to start a company and I wanted to identify teachers like Jamal and help empower them and then help other students. Cause like Jamal and I are, 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 are centered by a passion a lot of times by genius hour. We love education, but we like the time and the day for education for you to, for you to be you. So Emma should have a little bit of the school day to be Emma. And that's what drove me nuts is that I saw schools that were just the entire school day was built around the things that you have to do. And, and I think this school can be a place where you go to learn the things that you want to do, but a small part of the time should be the things that you want to do and feel compelled to do. So I started a, a company and really then later on a nonprofit to help teachers empower Emma's. That's about the simplest way I can say. It. Like I, I want Emma to have time to be Emma. That if that makes sense, and um, I think that and Jamal, I'm sensing that maybe we should do this more on Fridays. <laughs> we yeah. should talk to kids because yeah. they prove our point better than we right. do, right? Right. Um, like you are literally proving our point on why we love Genius Hour. And then this is crazy. Are you ready for this, Emma? Yeah. I started. I started a high school class. So instead of a genius hour, the entire class was a genius hour. Right? That is- <laughs> it, it was called innovation and open source learning because I taught you how to be innovative. I taught you how to find some of your passions. I taught you to find how some of your skills. And then we, are you ready? We open source learn. So if you want to learn how to write a book or you want to learn how to be a better writer, maybe I could introduce you to some great authors. And then you have that class. I See, Jamal, we need to do video. This is that look under your face. But that was why I loved it is that I would like introduce my students and we would what we call open source learn. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like, I want to learn how to write great chapter books, you're not going to learn that from Mr. Wetrick or Mr. Crook. But if we introduced you to great authors or even local authors, that's a better way to learn. So that is what inspired me to start my own company and then nonprofit. I want more time in the classroom for Emma to be Emma. And, and, you know, Emma, I think the, I think one thing that I don't want you to miss in all of this, like our teaching approach is centered around the, the student. And what I mean specifically by that is the only thing that will ever stop you is you. The only limitation is the limitation mm. created in your mind. Right. So the fact that the fact that, you right now as as a 10 year old school age child you're developing your mind and you're able to move forward and and have conversations uh like this of this magnitude like it it shows that you're on the right track 
because like once you get this right and this and aligned, like there ain't like Emma, like if you if you think for a second, like I want you to think with me, like what's stopping you from doing anything that you want to do? Nothing. Nothing. And the fact that you said that you believe that it's only a matter of time. And that's the thing that we try to get our kids to realize that like, like opportunities are everywhere. If, if there's no such thing as no, it's just not right now. Yeah. Really is it. There you go. Well, on behalf of your superintendent, Mr. Robbins and Brigantine Schools, we want to thank you for them giving the recommendation to reach out to your mom and you. And uh, we salute you. And uh, what we always sign off on, Jamal and I always end every episode is, you know, we always say, this is Don Wetrick and Jamal Crook reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. And we want to let you know that you're taking opportunities and you're running with it. And we're extremely proud of you. Thanks. Cool. Thank you so much for being with us. Bye.